This is Poetry from Studio 47. Welcome. Today's poet is Sean Hill. Hill was born on May 8, 1973, in Milledgeville, Georgia. He went to the University of Georgia, where he received a bachelor's degree as well as a master's degree. He then went to the University of Houston, where he received an MFA. His books include Blood Ties and Brown Liquor and Dangerous Goods. Hill has received awards and fellowships from Cave Canham, the Bush Foundation, the Minnesota State Arts Board, the Jerome Foundation, and he has received a fellowship from the National Endowment for the Arts. He has also been a Stegner Fellow at Stanford University, and for many years, he has served as the director of the Minnesota Northwoods Writers Conference at Bemidji State University. Hill lives and works in northern Minnesota. Today's poem is a photograph taken in Duluth. One of the many things literature can do is to cast light on moments of history that might be glossed over or forgotten about. That's what this poem does. On June 15, 1920, three African Americans were lynched in downtown Duluth. It started when a white teenage couple, Irene Tuscan and Jimmy Sullivan, went around to the back of a circus that had stopped in town. They claimed that several of the workers all black men, raped Tuscan and attacked Sullivan. The chief of police had 150 possible perpetrators lined up, and six of these men were arrested. When the local newspaper reported what had happened, a mob broke into the prison and hauled out three men. Although there was no physical evidence of assault, and although no doctor found any evidence of rape, Elias Clayton, Elmer Jackson, and Isaac McGee were charged by mob rule they were beaten, and they were hanged. Photos were taken and sold as souvenirs. This lynching remains a dark mark in Minnesota history, and it challenges the mostly widespread belief that northern states were above lynching and racism. Clearly, that is not true. I've specifically chosen this poem to be broadcast in early June 2020 because I'm hoping that it might act as a memorial for what happened 100 years ago on June 15, 1920, to those innocent men. I offer their names here, along with a brief moment of silence. Elias Clayton, Elmer Jackson, Isaac McGee. This is A Photograph Taken in Duluth by Sean Hill. My grandmother says, beg pardon, when she hasn't heard what you've said, or is certain you can't have meant what she heard, like, I think the moon must have squinted at the dim light of that gas lamp post and the three men that hung from it. What I mean is three men black, in town, with the circus, accused of the usual lynch law crime, were chosen from six and dragged from jail, one by one, by men who'd formed a mob, propped up by thousands of bystanders, who didn't join in with the hoisting of these black men up the lamppost for allegedly violating a white woman, but registered their approval with fists and feet while they made their way for the black men or didn't stop the hand or foot of the woman or man next to them. So three beaten bodies violently shook, shuddered, sputtered blood on those close by and came to rest. My grandmother says, hush, when she's heard what you've said and doesn't want to believe it. But I have a photograph, proof of what happened in Duluth. For that, I must say, thank you kindly. That's how my grandmother always says it. 
to a photographer from just across the bay in Superior, Wisconsin, on hand with the thousands of other souls crowding downtown Duluth that June evening. I know he didn't take it for me. My grandmother says, have mercy, when she's heard a burdensome truth such as the photograph was quickly made into a postcard that sold quite well in local retail outlets as a memento. My grandmother didn't know these men. She wasn't born yet, but doesn't need to be shown this photograph to know the crowd of white faces staring into the searchlight. Some lean forward and stretch their necks to make certain they're in the picture. One smiles while Elias Clayton's body lies face down at his feet, hung so high they had to cut him down to be in the shot. And Isaac McGee and Elmer Jackson, hung with their necks stretched, heads lolled to the side, faces turned as if they should be the ones bearing the shame or regret. This photo isn't necessary for my grandmother to know that this happened, and can still happen, and that's why my grandmother sighs and says, Hush. Poetry from Studio 47 is hosted and curated by Patrick Hicks. This episode was recorded remotely due to the coronavirus pandemic and produced by Peter Folliard. We both send our best wishes. Thank you for listening.